Good morning. It's uh, Erev Shabbat, September 3rd, right before Rosh Hashanah comes out Monday night. We read this week uh, Parashat Mitzavim. And uh, I always think about Rabbi Avitan when he would tell us the beginning of the Parashat. And he would say, Atem Mitzavim Hayom, you're standing here today. And he would paraphrase uh, what Rashi brings, saying that uh, after Ben Israel heard all those 98 curses, they were so, so uh, nervous, so afraid. And he's telling them, relax, relax, you're still here. You've been through this, you've been through so much, and you're still here. You've uh, messed up, and you're still here. And Bezrat Hashem, he'd say the message really is to us that Ben Israel will always be there. But I was thinking that uh, he says to, he, they're, they're worried because they heard these 98 curses. And I always recall there was one story we heard through <coughs> Mrs. Yafa Eliach, my wife, Chantal's professor for many years and a mentor um, with uh, regard to uh, when, the, when, the, uh, when the war ended and the, and the, uh, the camps were sort of uh, turned into uh, you know, holding bases. And there's a story uh, about uh, one of the Rebbe's hearing that perasha that week, I think it was probably the 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 perasha in uh, in the end of Baikra, uh, where we have uh, the curses in Behar Bechukotai, and uh, he tells the reader to read louder because he says uh, we don't have to be quiet so uh, so much when we hear the curses. The curses have already done. Uh, another story that always got to me, and I think it's very important to think about, is one that's told by Rabbi Riskin uh, from when he was uh, a young man living in Brooklyn. And he tells that he had never been to a particular synagogue before. It was a renovated hospital turned into a synagogue, and it was about two miles away from where he lived in Brooklyn. He would also said that he'd never prayed with the Hasidim, but the Klausenberger Rebbe was particularly well-known. He was a saintly Hasidic master. He resettled his Hasidim who survived the Holocaust around the Beth Moses Hospital in Bedford-Stuy in Brooklyn. So he said one summer morning in 1952, it was Shabbat Kitabo, that's last week's Berashah, he set out from his own home on Hart Street to the world of black hats and round fur hats. He was eager for an opportunity to be in the presence of truly holy people and to experience a Hasidic prayer service. I'm not sure if he was yet bar mitzvah. He says... Uh, he, he goes on and he talks about the 53 verses in Parshat Ki Tavo, which talk about the, the curses that Hashem is going to bring on B'nai Israel. And uh, normally, he, he explains, as we all know, that when we get to the curses, both in Behar Bechukotai and also in, uh, in Ki Tavo, the reader of the Torah goes into a lower voice, sort of a, a lower voice, a whisper, so as not to say these things very loud. And uh, and it, it, it's, it's normal. So he says what happened is the, the Torah reading came. And uh, as is normal, the Torah reader began to, to, to chant these warnings, these, uh, these 98 curses in a low voice. And all of a sudden, you heard coming from where the rabbi was sitting, his voice saying in Yiddish louder. The Torah reader stopped for a minute. The congregation looked up, and they were questioning what's going on. 
and they wondered if they heard their rabbi correctly. Was he ordering the Torah reader to go against the tradition, the custom? And the Torah reader continued to read in a whisper, just a little bit louder, and uh, not thinking he, you know, he heard exactly. And all of a sudden, the rabbi bangs on the lectern and he yells out in Yiddish. And uh, he's looking at the, the Torah reading, and he said, "Louder, read the verses out loud." And he continued because the people were, were puzzled. The Torah reader paused and he says, "We have nothing to fear. We already experienced the curses. Let Borei Olam, let the Master of the Universe." Let him hear them. Let him know that the curses already have befallen us. Let him know that it's time for him to send us the blessings. So the Torah reader continued and he said it out loud. And Rabbi Riskin says that he said that uh, he was trembling. He had tears coming down his eyes. He, he thought of the Rebbe who he knew had lost all his 11 children, his wife and his 11 children, and, and he recalled the stories that he didn't even sit to them because he was running around trying to help everyone else. He said he, he, he had a hard time concentrating on the reading of the Torah, and all he could think about was the Rebbe yelling out, it's time for Hashem to send the blessings. He said that after the Musaf, the rabbi got up to speak, and he was he spoke shortly, he spoke to the point, but his eyes were warm. He said to the congregants, my beloved brothers and sisters, pack up your belonging. We must make one more move, hopefully the last one. Hashem promises that the blessings which must follow the curses will now come. They will come. And the blessings, as we read in these verses, will come from Israel. It's time for us to go home. And it's interesting that at this point, from this point, Kiryat Sanz was established in Netanya. We all know of the work he did in, in building the beautiful, the amazing Lignato Medical Center. And Rabbi, Rabbi Riskin says, you know, Rabbi Halberstam was right. He said, we can't dwell on the curses that befell us. Of course, we have to remember the past, fight with clarity, passion against every enemy. But we must never forget all of the other things. And he said that it's interesting that his first and probably, he says, his primary lesson in Zionism came from a Hasidic master. Something, something unbelievable. And he says that this was the 12-year-old boy's most profound lesson in modern Zionism. Uh, I think it's a beautiful message for us. And Bezrat uh, Hashem, we're going to continue this class, but we'll break it down into parts so we get something out this week. Uh, if not, Shabbat Shalom, everyone, but I think we're going to try to continue it a little bit.